Hello and welcome to the Ether. Today's Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. Today on the Ether, Penelope Picklebottom, Boots on the Ground in Montenegro. Doquan captured, now dedicating his life to getting ripped. Fucking ripped. Let's take a listen. She's probably still talking and has no idea that she's muted. Yeah, I considered that. Uh, Philip from Eris Protocol made the great point that Doquan probably owned at least 10% of supply, and therefore there's an effective 10% burn, which makes it much higher than Luna Classic. Also, if we assume that all of the TFL employees and all of the the people who are afraid of, of regulatory scrutiny or whatever are also going to stop touching their accounts, then we can assume the burn rate is somewhere in the region of 20%, which is something around, I'm not sure what the, the the Luna Classic burn rate is, but it's far lower than that. So now we have the best burn in crypto, an instant 20% or so. So you think those funds are effectively locked? I think in terms of long-term value of a blockchain, you have two main factors. They're the rate at which the, the investors die and the rate at which the investors get arrested. And I think we are the most arrested sure. chain. So, like, what was he doing in Montenegro of all places? Well, I, I messaged him and I said, you're an idiot. Because if you have all that money, then... Did he, re did he reply back? No, his phone his appears comments. to be cons confiscated. I said, uh, I said, you should, if you have all that money, why the hell are you going through airports? You should at least do private planes or drug submarines or um, hide in the back of a lorry or something like that. It makes no sense to be going on a public airport. Like, why would you do that? Even if there's a 0.1% chance of anything happening, the th that percentage of your net worth is is less than the cost of, of um, transport. It makes no sense. I think there's a new conspiracy theory out that he did it on purpose. He finished the last line of code of UST 2.0, mm -hmm. and then he knew that he had to go to the airport and get arrested in Montenegro. He handed himself headlines. In. And it's all part of the plan because this now is they're the, going to think, this, they're gonna think this, they've captured him and that he can't, uh, he can't release UST 2.0 while he's in jail. But actually, somebody else has the keys. He's, he's, so, Pantera, this is, the, this is the narrative going viral. Yeah, he's, he's essentially Satoshiing himself. Yeah, he Satoshied himself. I also have this theory that even if you put Doquan in a high security uh, supermax jail, that he would start collecting screws and bits of metal from around the yard, and he would start employing the prison inmates as new TFL members, and he would manage to somehow construct a motherboard and validator nodes and a blockchain 
like regardless of where he is he can use anything he can make a blockchain out of fucking anything he can make every every person in the prison an employee of tfl no matter if they belong to the mexican or the blacks or wherever he can employ all of them they all become soldiers of his agenda that that's my personal theory he would build a blockchain out of literal block he, and literal it just chain. doesn't matter what it, where he is I had I have a long term theory as well that if all the crypto founders can you build a blockchain with like Morse code like if you just tap on a wall or maybe on the on the maybe you could communicate with the other members in the prison like bang you'd on the find bars a way. and like perhaps yeah you'd find a way like and that's encrypted Morse code obviously. what the prisoners want because we know that cryptography is really important what the prisoners want they want money do you not think they're gonna be subservient to a sixty billion dollar man certainly they are. Remember when they built those uh, special prisons for like El Chapo and whoever else? Like his palace. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he like dig out of the thing too? Um, th I think there were a bunch of them for different drug lords. Uh, but several of them were like just pure palaces. Like he, he could spend his days. And, he, and I think at one point he just walked out or something, which is really funny. But even um, like the latest El Chapo stuff, like, yeah, they, they put him in a, in a place where it's just easy to break out. Um, and he had absolutely everything he needed. Funny stuff. So, so this is the last bit of like Luna FUD that we need, right? This is the last thing holding up the the little last bit of holders. So now that that's done, it's like, uh, and then all we have to do is wait for the vesting period to be over, and then it's like the drama can begin. I guess it's weird. Like if you were being logical, the only the only complaint anyone has ever had about Luna has been the involvement of Doquan and his apparent evil. And therefore, if he has been captured in a net and, and placed in some kind of holding facility for the next 60 years, um, if, you, if you're against Luna now, you essentially are being against the, the people who are wrecked, which is pretty sociopathic. I'll jump back later. I got to go to a meeting. Don't go. I've got other people to arrest today. I saw Chris Amani deleted his telegram. Who told you that? I don't know. I just saw somebody say it. I don't pay attention to who tells me things. He um, he's allegedly in Mexico too. You think Amani Amani's a Fed? Yes. Of all the people that would be Feds, I I feel like he would be the most likely because he kind of just came out of the blue and just inserted himself into our community. Mm, didn't he have some podcasts though? Was it someone else? Yeah, he got he he just showed up and said hey i'm chris and we didn't do any sussing of his character and then we gave him a podcast yeah and then a week later he was the head of operations at tfl and now he deleted his telegram five minutes after doe got arrested yeah then again he's been to the la meetups and things and he's allegedly bought drinks do you reckon he's been putting drugs in those drinks like like fed, fed drugs. Well, you know those drugs that make you say anything, like any truth, and right. recording all of it. I agree. If anyone was FBI, it would be Chris. Hello. Hello. Hello, guys. Hey. I, I do need to ask, you know, um, I'm not sure, you know, as to the truthfulness of this information, you know, prominently displayed in this space, but how does this bode for Lucas's employment prospects? You know, it's just, um, it's really a rough scene for this guy. He cannot get a break. 
Lucas. Uh, we're talking about a separate thing now. Do Kwon isn't involved in the, the Lucas negotiation. It's a, it's a separate thing, thankfully. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. He, he catches a break. He's okay. He's yes. just a good friend going to jail forever, but, you know, it's uh, not impacting his bottom line. So that's a problem for another day. This is fine, actually. In fact, this is very bullish for, for the, the OpenX slash Flex thing because Do Kwon's bail is now tradable on public marketplaces. Um, I think monetizing crime is, is a cool thing um, and, and we should explore, you know, more things in this direction. Um, what you guys are doing is cool. Did you see uh, Cash App, the Hindenburg Group's um, latest, you know, thing on Cash App? Mm, no. What was that? You should here. Hold up. I'll send this to you. It's um, it's pretty good. You can put it in the space or something. Um, but I think it's great because you know what Hindenburg Research does is basically you know they they short sell these companies and then they release some bombshell news. And um, I just DM this to you and. Um, you know, then the idea is that the stock goes down. And basically what they found out is, you know, just like any other startup, they're obviously lying about their user numbers and their user acquisition costs and like creating, you know, shell accounts for users and pretending that they have like somewhere between like 50 and 40, you know, more users than, than they say they have. Um, which, I mean, you know, that's just normal startup stuff. That's not really a big deal. Um, so that's kind of a swing and a miss. And then they spend the whole rest of their report sort of talking about how these guys are getting mentioned, you know, in all these rap songs, which to be honest, is kind of, you know, I, I really do respect it. Um, so I think I'm going to go long. Um, I think I'm going to try to invest my life savings in this company because I'm really bullish mm -hmm. on monetizing crime personally. Yes. Um, it's, you know, it's sort of this underdeveloped market. You know, there's the, the thesis of, of, you know, that you should replicate the market in your portfolio, which I think is great and all. But then, you know, obviously you want to look for areas where the market, you know, systemically undervalues assets. And I think criminal assets are definitely, I mean, it's one of the oldest businesses. So it's Lindy, it's globalized. You know, these guys are out here hustling, building connections between different cultures, really bridging, you know, so you can get your diversity, inclusion, um, equity points there. Um, you know, it's, it's widely versatile, even in, in global drawdowns. And these guys are getting all this free press, you know, in, in these rap songs from um, my African-American brothers. Um, so, you know, I think personally the business is stronger than ever. And uh, I'm I'm really bullish on it, to be completely honest. So I think this is just a swing and a mess from Hindenburg Research, uh, which is, you know, a little embarrassing. You're right. You're, you're right in all ways. So do you think there could be any sort of collaboration here, you know, where you could maybe, you know, have sort of like these Zimbabwean bonds for pirates um, I think this would be great to add to your guys' roadmap. Uh, you know, as a potential customer, I think this would really sell me, um, mm. you know, that you're really finding these innovative capital allocation structures. I think big picture wise, we want to make sure every asset that there is currently opaque or unfair trading or trading outside of public marketplaces. We want to take all of those assets and make them tradable and tokenized on public public order books. Um, so no matter what that is, no matter if it's claims, no matter if it was um, Zimbabwe and like, bonds. Could I put like um, hypothetically, could I put like a hit on one of my ops and you know put that on no, I don't, somewhere I don't, like a prediction market or something? Or? No, we're not going to have assassination markets yet. 
Okay, so like down, so like maybe Q2 next year for that? Okay. But I think everything should be tradable. That's what I think. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's pretty basic. Um, I'd, I'd have to agree with you. So yeah, that's a swing and a miss. What else is going on this morning, guys? Is there any uh, interesting news besides Do Kwan or uh, anything like that? I think we're all just in a stage of grieving. Like for the last nine months, we've been talking about the blockchain as some kind of independent thing, like the Luna blockchain, something we can all be excited about to build on and whatever. But in truth, we're all just little worshipping devotees of Do Kwan, and we've come to face that reality today. Wow, that's, you know, that's a little bit harsh. Um, like in many ways, we thought we were independent adults, but in fact, we all just needed a daddy. And now daddy is Do you gone. have any words for us? <laughs> Sorry, did you say his Doquan had any words? Or... No, if, if you have any words for us, I mean, I know daddy's not around, but you know. Yeah, like I, I, would say, who... I would say we all need to, to look in the mirror and admit to ourselves that we're pathetic. And just because we were in crypto didn't mean that we had any kind of autonomous thought or ability to be entrepreneurs or anything like that. Um, in fact, that was all a lie to ourselves, a rationalization. And in fact, all we really wanted deep down was a daddy to come save us. The whole reason we invested in Luna in the first place is the the belief, the hope that Doquan would save us all. And now that hope is gone, we're faced with our own psychologies. And if we look deep inside our own psychologies, our own minds, what we find is in fact very pathetic. It's, it's a, a young child that has not evolved out of the age of six or seven. It's a young child who is afraid and desperate and looking out for help who is unable to do anything alone, who needs a daddy desperately. And now Dokon is gone. That huge void has opened up and we've fallen through. It's like those videos where those sinkholes open up, swallowing cars and things. That's that's what's happened to us. We are pathetic alone. Do you think we can uh, turn this into anything positive or there's just no hope? We're all uh, not going to make it? Or Yeah, I think we need to find another fugitive. Like, so like another another daddy figure, sort of. Yeah. Like like a girl with daddy issues, just you know, definitely clings from from man to broken man. You know. Yeah, I think father figure that. I think John. I think John him. McAfee was that for a while for many people, and then either he managed to pay for a new face to be transplanted onto somebody who could imitate him and then be killed in Spanish jail, uh, and now he's living inside a three meter thick lead walled container to stop any kind of electromagnetic frequencies entering it and detecting he's there. But he's off the radar for now. The only sign of him is his whacked token and the dead man switch content on the blockchain. And now Do Kwon has gone too. So I think we need to turn our head around, around to other fugitives, people who represent that kind of deep freedom, that, that old um, pioneer spirit you were talking about, criminals earlier. And I thought that was interesting because in many ways, criminals were at the forefront of all innovation. If you look at things like international merchant shipping and trade and things like that, who did that first? It was the pirates. The pirates were the innovators because making a lot of money at the forefront of innovation was what what drove them to be inventors. You know, we say that um, I think in many ways, crime is the the father of invention. That's always how it works. And if we look at the fugitives, they are the ones who are often the most innovative. I think if we look around now, um, we need to be looking at people who made a lot of money in the last cycle of cryptocurrency who are still managing to evade the police. I think one of those people is is Three Arrows Capital. They are still running around. I think maybe they could be our daddies.
Did you know that Kyle Davies is nine feet tall? Uh, I don't know, but he's a, a cherished mutual of mine. Um, so, you know, I, I really appreciate him and uh, I, I wish him the best in health and, and good fortune. I think, you know, it's interesting because, you know, like you said, the Pirates, there is definitely another era, you know. I mean, Sir Francis Drake was, you know, knighted and, uh, you know, respected for his formidable, you know, pirateering and, and privateering, um, you know, escapades um, by by the crown of England, you know, no less. The, the central eminence and I think there hasn't been this parallel in the modern world and maybe this is you know the the virility that is missing at the heart of the the global American empire you know yeah Pantera um do you would you like to nominate any criminals we should be supporting right now no just remember that at one time Jesus Christ was a criminal he was um Yes. And also, in many ways, he gave himself to the Romans despite having abilities of evasion and uh, the, the ability of miracle. He gave himself to the Romans for humanity and also so that message could be crystallized and spread throughout the world. Like if there wasn't an origin story such as Jesus being crucified or Do Quan handing himself into the Montenegrins, then I doubt the story would have unfolded afterwards. At a certain time, an innovator, a true founder, must sacrifice themselves so that the product, the innovation, grows beyond them and revolutionizes the whole world. And it doesn't matter whether that is a, a cultural phenomena or a financial phenomena or a religious phenomena. It can be anything. They must give themselves, they must sacrifice their own life, finding an idea so beautiful that they're willing to die for it. I'm glad you picked up on my analogy there, yes. Coach. So does does Vlad have to ask for permission to speak? Is this like some weird, um, like dominatrix BDSM mm. stuff, or how does Vlad it... Vlad fell into a, a pattern yesterday, in that he kept trying to make strange, childish jokes, like he kept insisting that flex rhymes with sex, flex rhymes with sex, and we were like, Vlad, this is a conversation where there are no like avenues for discussion or enjoyment or anything it's like a, a joke a five-year-old will come out with and then he kept going with this kind of stuff so we had to start muting him i think lucas started muting him uh whenever he started to speak and now he's like trapped in this feeling that he needs permission um but he doesn't he just needs to be cool that's what he needs okay so i can uh, talk now i have uh, i want to first mention something odd and then I want to talk solutions. So the odd thing is that three times in my life, before this day, I have had severe back pain. The first time was when I uh, uh, fell in love the first time. The second time was when I lost my virginity uh, to my first love. And the third time uh, was when my first love uh, left me. And today, exactly the, the time when the news came about uh, Du Quan, I uh, fell to the floor with severe back pain. And I've been lying here on the floor since then. And I have thought a lot about the solutions and i think 
I think Duquan right now is really scared. Uh, and I, 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 I'm worried for my friend. I'm worried for this man of passion. Um, so maybe, and I'm just floating this idea, maybe everyone in the Lang community could write him a letter and it, every letter says the exactly same thing. It will be all right. That's everything for me. Thank you for uh, giving me time to speak. Thank you. Thank you. Would anyone like to come up and give a small speech, a devotion about Tokwon and the way you remember him? Hello. Hey. Also, just to speak more to the conspiracy theory slash analogy, uh, you know, Christ had confided in, in a few people that he was giving himself up to the Romans before he did, right? And we saw William Chen this morning, who was known as Doe's right-hand man for years. Um, we saw him tweet out, just minutes before Doe's arrest. Uh, I'm trying to find the tweet. Mm, did I send you the, did I send you what William Chen told me earlier? I'll send you it now. We saw William Chen tweet out, uh, maybe he deleted it actually. Wow, did he? No, he said, Lord Do Kwan is a man of focus, commitment, and sheer will. And this was 12 seconds, 12 and a half seconds before the Montenegrin military, 40 armed men with AK-47s, standard issue of the, yeah, sorry. Um, I'm getting a bit emotional here. You've lost your father today. And your mother. And your best friend. Two quick questions from me. Um, firstly, um, do we know whether Do Kwon handed himself in or was he actually captured? And we, we, believe, yeah. we believe, the, and what we've been told by TFL Insiders is that he finished the last piece of code for Alliance yesterday and then walked himself to the airport where he knew there was an Interpol arrest warrant for himself. Okay. He satoshied himself. You know, one of the main reasons that's, that Bitcoin is so successful is because the founder is unknown, unfindable, never wanted credit, never had any kind of um, public risk associated to persona. Now, if somebody is already arrested, if somebody is rotting away in a jail cell for the rest of their lives, they present no risk, no source of FUD, nothing can be said against them for justice has already been served, right? He satoshied himself. That's what he did. Everything was ready to go. So I'm expecting the arrest pump to start soon. I wish him all the very best for him and his family and his daughter Luna. Dokwon is a man who loves ideas more than his own mortality. Yeah, you can say that.
And just on, on this alliance uh, module that they've created, um, does that is that does that set the backbone uh, for a potential UST two point to be created? We actually have Pantera here who is working on UST two. Oh, Pantera, would you be able to opine on that then? Or is it still under wraps? You know, the interesting thing about it is before Doe got in the got on his bicycle to drive his bicycle to the airport, uh, we all told him it was a really bad idea. We said, you know, you're gonna get caught. You're you're the only Korean man in the Balkans. <laughs> and and he, he he put on one of those like funny mustache uh, and glasses combo to try and hide his uh, Korean features. And then he got on his bicycle and he, and he drove off and, and he said, no, don't worry. And, and I think, you know, he, he put his hand on, on my shoulder and on, on William Chen's shoulder and said, don't worry, they'll never catch me for real. And then he, he got on his bicycle and he, and he took his bicycle and he, and he drove it to the airport. And I think, you know, in some ways he, he was, he was two moves ahead, maybe even three moves ahead of the authorities in, in making it seem like he was trying to disguise himself, however poorly, but he meant to get captured and, and we'll see how, how things play out. I, I think, you know, he's, he Satoshi himself. And in many ways, He's he's done even greater than what Satoshi did because Satoshi was a coward. Satoshi yes. never revealed his identity. I would um, say he's a pussy. His or her identity. He was a pussy. Yeah, and and in many ways, Doe is actually stronger than Satoshi because he he's revealed his identity. People look at his face. People see his face. People mock him. People say really rude things about him online. Xenophobic things. Um, xenophobic things um and i think that in many ways doe is um doe is more of more of a, a a satoshi but brave you know i think that's really the only fair comparison here is um is 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 the son of god in jesus christ so doquan would not have been arrested unless he wanted to be Start from that assumption and then interpret reality. So hopefully that answers your question. It, it does. Uh, so I've just, I've just been bombarded with two kids voice. here. So uh, yeah, but it does answer my question. Thank you very much. Um, I know that yeah. having having kids and smoking a lot of cigarettes can do that to a, <laughs> to a woman's voice. My wife has the same, the same issue. Um, do, do we think there's going to be some kind of bail for Doquan? I'm just thinking if as a community, I'd love to contribute and maybe sell some of my Luna and as a, like a community pool, get him out of, you know, of, of potential prison. Just an idea I'm just throwing out. There's a little bit too early to speak of. Well, but... here's one question. If we were to do a GoFundMe to either directly pay the bail 
or to pay a private militia, maybe the same kind of militia that guard yachts who go through the Suez Canal off the coast of Somalia. If we are to, to pay one of those two things, legal or illegal, how much would the community, maybe the Lunk, the Lunar, and General Crypto be willing to fund? I reckon quite a lot. I reckon we could easily raise about $20 million. That's my feeling. I think personally I'd put in about five um, because I happen to be extremely wealthy as a result of my Lunk validator. I also think that uh, we could get uh, Jacob Kadikian um, to, to probably match your contribution there. And he, he just tweeted as well in support of Doe. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll yes. read it in, the, in my Jacob Kedikian voice. Yes. Before you laugh about... Can I, can I ask you to, to squeeze your nose a bit tighter? Before you laugh about the Doquan arrest, please keep in mind these three items. You know, Gary from the SEC was butt buddies with Sam. And Sam was stooping Caroline. And Sam and Caroline stooped USP. This is a disgrace, utter failure of sane governances, and the kind that we should come to expect from the United States, which is why I, of course, live in Hanoi, very far away, where I run completely decentralized nodes at Notional Dow. And please support our governance proposal to... Uh, to continue running infrastructure on all of the Cosmos chains. For the next 20 years ahead of time. Yeah, so I, you know, I also think Jacob will probably also be, uh, be contributing here. So I think we can raise mm. a, a decent amount of money fairly quickly. I also think if, if these so-called blockchain hackers, such as Jacob, these so-called black hat hackers, such as Notional Labs, are worth their own salt, they can surely hack into the Montenegrin police system and open the doors. But if the, the door to, to Docell opened, I, I don't think he'd walk out. I think he'd remain. He'd, he'd walk up to the still. door and he'd close it. Agreed. He's also, uh, from what I've heard, one of the last things he told us was that he is planning on, on putting on uh, 20 to 25 pounds of just solid muscle while he's in prison. So. Um, I'm not sure how to take that, but that sounds like he's uh, sponsored by he, Bodybuilding.com. He he sounds dedicated for the long run because I think it takes you know it could take years to put on the amount of mass that that he's considering. Considering he's already built a lot of mass, yes, it could take a long time. Um, and it it also is going to be much compromised because he will not have ideal food. He will be living mainly off rice and beans in the Montenegrin prison. He will not be getting any more than about 40 grams of protein a day, which is nothing. For, for a man of his size and his height, he probably needs upwards of 250 grams worth of protein a day to gain muscle, but he's not an ordinary man. He can manifest things with his mind. Imagine, imagine how terrifying it would be if, you know, 
let's say 10 years from now that the U.S. has gone through a civil war and there's just a power vacuum all around the world of of the global reserve currency. And, and just as we're reaching like this desolate time where nobody has any hope left in the, the Chinese RMB and the, the Russian ruble and the and the whatever the, the, the ringgit, wherever that currency might be. There's just war and, and endless casualty and everybody's just destitute. And then one man says, I know who can solve this problem. And we turn to a Montenegrin prison cell and out comes Do Kwan, 35 pounds heavier of pure muscle on a diet for the last 10, 10 years of nothing but beans and rice. And all he's done is sharpened his mind and he's learned to program using chains, blocks and chains. He's created a literal blockchain and he comes out with UST 2.0 in the year 2033 and he's ripped and it's really scary. Imagine that. That is a scary thought. So there is uh, probably about 25 million people in uh, the Lang uh, community. I wonder how, how can, can a Christian in Montenegro even handle 25 million letters? Maybe they will let him go because they can't. You know the film Gladiator? Yes. How cool would it yeah, be? Favorite if, film. How cool would it be if Do Kwon entered like some underground Montenegrin street fighting scene and had to fight his way out? I I guess it could be cool. I guess. It would be good if he he somehow like pokes the ego of the guards, and and suggests like that he could beat the shit out of them because they see him as just this nerd who like makes blockchains and stuff and commits financial fraud or whatever. But what if he suggested that he could also beat them up, and they said, "Ha, you you have no chance. I I will accept this challenge. If you can beat me up, then I will let you out of here." And then he just begins this arc of like a a street fighting. Um, legendary, legendary journey, beating up guards one by one, fighting his way out, and then being captured by some kind of local crime lord and taken to some kind of dungeon where the rich VIPs in Montenegro, the, the tax avoiders or whoever, pay for him to fight. And, um, and he fights out that way. I guess it's a possible uh, scenario. But... Um, uh... I don't know if it's very likely, but uh, it's possible. Have you ever seen the film Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? No, but I read the book that was based on it. Yeah, the the book might not get it as, as accurately as it happened, but in the film, there's a scene where Harry Potter lives in a, in a cupboard in the kitchen 
and he's getting a letter sent to him every day. And his mom is like this huge bitch that hates that he's trying to learn to read. And so she keeps throwing away the letters. And then one day he gets like a million letters shoved into the cupboard and the cupboard just explodes. And all of a sudden Harry, Harry Potter can read. And I think that's like the scenario that Vlad's picturing. Like if we just spam mail the, the Montenegrin prison, we can, we can maybe just create like a, like an explosion of literacy for Do Kwan. It's not exactly what I thought, but uh, I like, I like it. Uh, I like it much. Or, or are you suggesting that the infrastructure of Montenegro is so poor that if every Lunk holder, which is 25 million strong, sent a letter to Montenegro, that their infrastructure would crumble, starting with the post office? It would collapse. And then that would just cause a cascade yes. where the whole country... It, it would be the fall of the, the whole country. country would collapse. It would be the fall of the country. and. Um, I don't know. Maybe they are already thinking about this possible scenario, and they will uh, think uh, uh, out a plan to to make it impossible to send letters uh, to Montenegro. A DDoS, a DDoS attack on their physical mail infrastructure, yeah. causing a cascade into all vital parts of Montenegro infrastructure, yes. including the police and the military and the prison guards. And, uh, you know, it's a really um, scary situation in Europe right now, you know. And uh, the U.S., don't, they don't want another country uh, that, uh, that falls in uh, Europe. Um, it's, uh, it's worth uh, uh, for the Montenegrin uh, uh, parliament to think about this. Uh, and the U.S. government, too. Just a thought. It's just a thought from me. Mm. Would anyone else like to come up and speak? I don't like the two people who are up here. Sorry to be direct with you guys. I just don't like you at all. But you wrote uh, sweet things yesterday. I'm manipulative. But, uh, okay. I I really believed uh, every word you wrote, and yeah. uh, it made me feel uh, happy. I felt it at the time. Uh, emotions are uh, curious that way that 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 uh, they can change with time. Yep. I keep saying this to my girlfriends. It's like when I, I when I say I love you. I only love you right now. And if you come back an hour later and try to leverage that and claim I told you something, it, it, it's ridiculous. Emotions are only valid in the moment they arise. They can't be used against you later. They can't be cashed in like some kind of debt. They arise only in the present. So I hate that kind of stuff when, when women like claim that, oh, you, you said that I, you love me and that I could stay in your house with you. No, I felt like that earlier. 
and now you're homeless. Uh, it's uh, it's a valid point from you because we know nothing about the future. Nothing. Uh, if we did, if we could tell what would happen in the future, life would be boring. Uh, and uh, uh, therefore, it, it is not possible to know what happens in the future. We only know what happens now. And uh, thank you for reminding me of that. Pantera, I'm sorry that I said those things that weren't true. Pantera. I'm here. I said those things because I was upset about Doquan being arrested. I forgive you. I think we all need to practice forgiveness more in our lives. I saw one person that's that's unforgiving who's just a rotten piece of shit is fat man Tara. And he wrote some really nasty things about our friend Sefi. When today, today. Yeah. Upon the news of the arrest, mm. he was gloating, gloating and, uh, taking his victory lap that finally, Do Kwan has been arrested and, and Fat Man Terror has fulfilled his uh, whatever duty he felt like he, he had been ordained with at birth. And I think maybe Sefi had commented or somebody commented with some screenshots of some, some nice words that Sefi had said about Do Kwan in the past. And Fat Man wrote some really nasty things about Sefi. So it seems like maybe the next, um, the next shoe to drop will, will be Sefi. So you're saying you think Sefi will be in prison soon? I think either Sefi is actually Chris Amani or um or a Fed of some sort or or he'll be the next to to go. Yeah. I'm trying to find the Sefi hate. Is it which which tweet is it on? Uh he said he showed a fake ecosystem built on spoofed transactions. He orchestrated a secret bailout and told the people it was the strength of his algorithm. Algorithm it was three hours ago. Can you find it? Mm, something about Stone Cold Heart. Was that it? Yes. He said that Sefi has a Stone Cold Heart, which is very hurtful. It's hurtful, but it's also true. But I guess true things can be hurtful, and hurtful things can be true. He Batman also said, sadly, I don't legal action will be taken, which doesn't make sense. Mm. And it's, it's really poorly written. And, and I think that's hurtful that he didn't take the time of day to write a complete sentence about Sefi. Yeah, I'd like to imagine that Sefi will be sent to prison, but I also don't think it will be a reality. I think. Um, I think he's protected himself in various ways which is sad. It's sad that somebody can find loopholes in the system and evade all consequences. Imagine if Chris Armani was actually a fed. <laughs> well, of all the people to delete their 
Telegram, and Telegram's a strange place. Maybe he, I don't know. I, maybe he had some correspondence with Doe, and he feels like maybe that led to his arrest or something. Yeah, a little bit strange. He's still on Twitter, though, so. Mm, maybe he did it in the knowledge that he had a lot of conversations with Doe. And it's strange, though, because if you delete your Telegram, don't all your messages still exist? Isn't it? I think you can delete it for both parties if you delete a one. But you can just do that with a chat, right? You don't need to delete the whole account. Like you right. can clear the whole so Dogecoin chat. Maybe, maybe Chris Amani's already living in a in the suburbs somewhere in the Midwest in a in a uh, witness protection program. <laughs> just changed his name. <laughs> his 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 kids are all gone to a new school now. All right, I need to leave. I'm going to go have lunch. Yeah, I think this is a, a day for celebration. So I'm also going to go for lunch, have a nice truffle and sushi. Enjoy. Thank you. I love you. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Penelope Picklebottom, boots on the ground in Montenegro, reporting that Doquan's captured and is now dedicating his life to getting ripped. Recorded on Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. I'm in love with the Georgios. Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios. Georgios. I got it for the low, 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 low. I'm in love with the Georgios. Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios. Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios. Georgios. I got it for the low, 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 low. I'm in love with the Georgios. Georgios. Hit my plug, that's my job, bros. My mijos. Stargaze men for the low, 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 low. Show me stars, I'll go loco. Rowing in my little job boat. Job boat. Bitches thinking I'm a Josh Mo. No, no. Me to smile when I draw low, draw low. Hear the alleys taking photos, photos. I know nothing but the Jojo. Bacon Jonas, yeah, Bacon Jonas. Bacon Jonas, yeah, Bacon Jonas. Whip it through the glass, Timmy. Woo, 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 woo. I'm making Joe's fast, Timmy. Woo. I'm in love with the Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios. I got it for the low, low. I'm in love with the Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios. I got it for the low, low. I'm in love with the Jojo. 36, that's a deal, yo. Need a rack, miss my free throw. I'm in love, desert ego. Busting rugs, now we need yo. Free my homies, fuck the CEO. 
But the judge fuck my P.O. Puto, all this talk like you need Joe. Minting Joe's like a primo. Bacon Jonas, yeah, Bacon Jonas. Bacon Jonas, yeah, Bacon Jonas. Whip it through the glass, Timmy. Woo, 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 woo. I made it Joe's fast, Timmy. Woo. I'm in love with the Georgios, Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios, Georgios. I got it for the low, 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 low. I'm in love with the Georgios, Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios, Georgios. I'm in love with the Georgios, Georgios. I got it for the low, 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 low. I'm in love with the Georgios, 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 Georgios. My mijos. Ten spaces. <laughs>